a place for B, a place to be, a place with B. B is a full sentence to me. B is also who I am. I invite you to be with me. Hi, happy Friday, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out. If you're not, happy day, wherever you are. I am going to test something else out today. So I'm just going to talk, and then after, I'm going to title this episode. So this this week, I have actually been doing so much processing of emotions or it like I'm like is it fair to call it processing if really what I'm doing is just crying a lot (laughs) am I processing or am I just having emotions allowing them um you know I think that I want to talk a little bit about courtesy actually and I think maybe that's the word for today uh where do I begin though so I'm in the middle of a retreat right now with the Gene Keys, and I can link the website to the Gene Keys for those who are listening and you're like, whoa, what's the Gene Keys? I'll link it so that you can take a look and see if it's something that's maybe for you. And right now, so the the retreat setup is basically that we contemplate a certain thing for one month. So the thing that I'm contemplating right now has to do with emotional intelligence and my emotional intelligence and how that what what emotional defense systems I developed from the ages of 8 to 14 years old to protect myself basically and the idea behind it is that if I can witness those things now because basically I'm still using them right so that's the idea is like they still are being used whenever I feel emotionally triggered so I'm processing excuse me, the word is contemplating. (laughs) I am contemplating that. And a part of the, so we're contemplating spheres, which are connected to planetary placements in our profile. And each sphere also has a line. And where this idea of courtesy comes from really has to do with the line value of what I'm contemplating. And it's second line. And basically it has a low frequency Uh, expression and it also has a higher frequency expression and in the higher frequency it's courtesy and in the lower frequency it's aggression so thank you for bearing with me as I get the background out (laughs) sometimes it feels important to give the context um, because I feel it might make the conversation more meaningful but I actually don't know so if you have an opinion about that I invite you can you let me know so Basically, this idea of courtesy, I'm like, "Mm hmm, what I realized, and I basically am just, I'm skipping straight to the punchline right now, and I also feel like I'm saying the word basically a lot, so I'm going to notice that. What I've discovered about this idea of courtesy is what I thought that I was doing was being courteous but really what it was was false courtesy because what I'm left with at this point in my life is a whole bunch of repressed emotions a lot of bitterness resentment anger frustration disappointment 
and a lot of other emotions that have been stuffed down, pushed aside, or at least I've, I've waited, you know, in situations I've waited till I've kind of been able to keep them at bay enough to then bring myself back around people after having been hurt or felt any of the emotions I previously mentioned in relation to these people, mainly my family, in relation to their actions, their words, their choices, etc. So that's the big revelation of the week. I realized that what I was doing was a false courtesy because it was actually discourteous to myself to pretend like everything's fine. But you know, that's what I learned. That's what I learned. I don't remember having experiences where I ever felt like it was okay to express my emotions. What I do remember was being called dramatic. And I'm sure that there were other loads of other experiences, right? But for whatever reason, there are certain things that I believe that we each remember. And that's something that I remember from that time. And I also remember feeling things quite deeply and being curious and sometimes nervous about what I was feeling and wanting to share it because I was wanting to feel supported with it. I don't know if I felt that way. I'm kind of thinking that I probably didn't because of all of what I'm feeling now. So basically learning to, there it is again, okay, learning to stuff things away, put them in a box, be, <laughs> just call myself, I was, I think that I learned or had myself convinced or was somehow conditioned, brainwashed, whatever, to believe that what I was doing, I was actually dealing with things and my way of dealing with things was saying, I don't, you know, I don't need to linger on this. I'm tough. I'm strong. I'll get over it and just, you know, get over it basically. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is like the word of the day. I hope it's not annoying you. And if it is, please forgive me because I think it's bothering me. Um, okay, so learning to do that and then calling it something that it's not, essentially I'm lying to myself. And I have to say, I'm sure there's loads of other emotions around this, but as I am going through these last few months of a really deep grieving process, I am also realizing that life and where I'm at right now, the universe, my ancestors, all the supports are helping me to recognize the ways in which I am lying to myself, and it is actually a relief. As I mentioned, there's probably other emotions around it as well, right? Because it's sad for me to realize this, but it's actually also a huge relief because I'm able to actually say that to myself and to you that I am learning to recognize ways in which I am and have been lying to myself. It is, feels like a weight off. And every time I go through the process of recognizing that, you know, oh wow, I was, I was lying to myself about this. 
I was being dishonest to myself about this. I was trying to pretend that this was something that it was not. I, you know, I created an idea of this thing in my head when really that's not accurate, it's not true. All of these things that are kind of coming to light for me in this time, oh, it feels really good. Because I feel that through doing this, I'm actually gaining energy back. And, it, and it's coupled with the grief that goes along with it, right? So the realizations of things sometimes comes along with grief. For me, I'm, you know, I had a, a raging session the other day. I've never done really, well, no, that's not, that's not necessarily true. I think in the past I have done similar things, but I set myself up in my room with a bunch of candles and allowed myself to write all the things that were kind of just eating me up inside all the things that I was raging about and I allowed myself to just kind of go for it say what I needed to say whatever I felt like needed to come out any of the words and it brought loads of tears it brought loads of expression of emotions and the next day I woke up feeling energized so this is something that I am curious about because I have this feeling that as I continue to have these processes and recognize opportunities to let myself feel my emotions, be in my grief, recognize where I'm lying to myself, where things are kind of stuck, it seems to be transforming by way of me feeling rejuvenated in some way. And I have to say, I'm really glad about it, especially because I know that soon I'm going to have to do something. Right now I'm in this bubble of not talking to certain people because I am feeling really, really hurt. Eventually I want to step out of that bubble because I do want clarity for myself and for the people involved. And in this moment, even though I am extremely hurt, I'm still feeling like I want a relationship. So I know that the time for action will come eventually. And I'm really interested to see how it's going to feel to be in that place, knowing that as I've been processing these things and having these episodes of expression and grief, I feel more energized after each and every one. It's really something special. And so the big process for me now is how can I be courteous while still sharing what I am experiencing? Because what I used to do was wait until I could muster up the strength, the energy, had myself convinced that I was doing the right thing, and respond to whatever, text message, phone call, or make a phone call, or make a visit, and show up and be, pretend like everything's fine. Or show up when I am in a moment where I do feel like everything's fine, right? It didn't always necessarily feel like pretending, even though I can see now all of it was a part of, you know, me feeling like I'm being dishonest with myself. 
but it didn't always feel like, okay, I'm just going to pretend like I'm fine when I'm really not. You know, sometimes it was like, I won't call. I won't go there until I feel fine. And part of that too is I, I feel that it would take so much energy out of me to call, to visit, to be around, to have, you know, false conversation. So it was almost like I was building up my reserves so that then I could be like, okay, now I can be in this situation because it will deplete me, but I won't be minus energy, right? I'll just be back down to zero or whatever. Not great. I'm aware that that really is not great for me, but that has been my pattern for basically my whole life, especially with certain extended family members. And so as I mentioned, I'm in this cocoon, and I know I have to, I will emerge out of it in some timeline. And I want to be courteous of myself and be able to say, you know, I, I am really suffering and I am really hurting and I feel that I need time to figure out what to do with all of that. I still love you. I honor and respect who you are to me. I honor and respect you as a human being and your journey and I'm feeling hurt. The most hurt that I think I've felt ever consciously is how I'm feeling. So that needs time. And part of me kind of feels like it needs the kind of time that can take a long time. But I think that's because what I really am desiring is complete forgiveness and total unconditional love and compassion being able to return what feels like non-love with love and what's hard for me is that it feels like non-love but it is packaged as love really though what it is in my opinion is fear so I am extremely grateful for this time in my life where I feel like I'm in a place that feels like home. It feels safe to me and I am able to be with myself in this way. I'm feeling extremely solid within myself, more so than I ever have felt or at least than I felt in a really long time. This feeling that I, I imagine we're born with. And I know a lot of people talk about like the mother baby, right? When a baby is born, they're inseparable from their mother. And I understand that. But I also think on a soul level, when we're born, we know we're sovereign. And that's, that's, that's what it is too. It's like core stability within myself and sovereignty. I'm on my way. And that feels really, really good. Really good. Because I don't know when these things are going to hit me. I don't know when things are going to change. I don't know when people are going to go. I don't know what people are going to do. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm learning to accept that. I'm learning to live in the uncertainty of 
life. And that's another thing I think I would love to talk about one day is uncertainty. It's, it's really something for me. However, today I'm on courtesy, which is fun. I'm glad that came to me. And this is really what I came for. That's what it feels like. It feels that I am chipping away at this beautiful diamond of being able to hold space appropriately in the moment to be able to express what feels true for me, what feels like my reality, while still being compassionate and loving towards others who are receiving what I'm sharing and their their reality. That is just... Like, I want to be able to call my family members and let them know really how I am. And what's hard for me is I feel that they don't ask. So that's really hard, especially as a projector. I don't feel necessarily recognized or invited to share how I really feel. But in some instances, or maybe just overall, I'm feeling like I don't, not that I don't care, just I feel like I have to try because I've never tried. Not consciously, not in my adult life so far. So I feel like I have to try. And I feel like I want to try. Really. Because, well, these people are my family. And I do love them. And we are connected whether we like it or not. That feels important. And that feels true to me. So that's the question, you know. How, now that I'm here realizing that what I thought I was doing or what, what I was doing is not what I thought it was, right? I thought I was being courteous, but it was false courtesy. Now it's about defining and recognizing for myself what is courteous, what does courtesy actually mean to me, and how can I do that, and how can I allow myself to be involved in that, right? Taking responsibility for my own self and allowing my own self, honoring my own self, this is like, I know I'm laughing because I'm just like, hello, but that's what I want. That is what I want. So I'm really glad to be here sharing this with you. And I feel, I feel complete with that. I would love to know though, if you're listening, what, what does courtesy mean to you? And how do you relate to your younger self? You know, when you go back to that time from 8 to 14, what do you feel like you learned to do to protect yourself if anything was too emotional for you? I'm curious. And maybe I can talk more about that for myself too. Uh, but for now, I will courteously bow out, wish you a lovely, lovely day wherever you are, and I will be back again soon. Okay, talk to you then. Bye. Thank you for being here. Wherever you are in your days and in your lives and in the world, I'm sending you love. Chat soon. Be.